Lord said to let you know, this very day is the day of favor. Today is your favor day. Sometimes the children of God don't understand the ways of the Lord. What you see as a man stands before you in the name of Jesus is just a man. But what you don't realize is God is all over this, what we're doing. God is all over it. Second Chronicles 20, verse 20, the Bible says, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe in his prophets, and you shall prosper. Sometimes we're thinking about Ezekiel, Ezekiah, and all of those people, and people of the old. I use the word Ezekiah sometimes. I like to say Ezekiah chapter 1 verse 2. Turn to Ezekiah chapter 1 verse 2. There's no book like that. Don't turn your Bible. It's not a prophet. But we think about prophets of people of old. But there are prophets of God today. And when they speak in the name of God, and you accept it, not as the word of man, but as the word of the Lord, God activates that blessing in your life. When you put it away because you have no understanding, you don't receive the blessing. God is still working through men today. He's not through yet. And I believe he has uh, asked me to declare to you today that this very day is the day of favor. Favor for your life. According to the word of God, this day is the day of favor. Father, I ask that you bless your servant today as I speak in your name and give us hearts of understanding in Jesus name title of the message you are favored you are not going to pray for favor because that's not the way to get favor you don't pray for favor you don't look for favor God has favored you if you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, there is no greater favor in this present world than that. Jesus himself said, to you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. To them that are without, it will always be parable foolishness. The Bible also tells us in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. That means if you have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, something came from heaven, and touched your life, that's God's favor, God's grace, that made you to understand that Jesus is the one to go to. Everybody doesn't have that. In fact, Jesus said just a few people out of the peoples of the world will have that understanding. So God has highly favored you if he has called you to himself. You didn't get that understanding of your own. Jesus said, no man can come to me except my heavenly Father 
draws him. Everyone who hears from the Father will come to me. So you heard, you didn't know it, but in God's design, you heard from the Father. That's why you accepted Christ. If you have not accepted Christ, pray. Maybe you haven't heard from him. But thank God you are here this morning and you are hearing my voice. Today may be your day that you will hear from the Father and understand from your heart that he is calling you as one of the chosen ones on the earth. And that's unusual favor. You know, in John chapter 15, verse 16, Jesus said, You did not choose me. Don't think it was your wisdom. You gave yourself to God. You wanted to go to church. No. God was the one drawing you. This is clear. You did not choose me. I chose you. God looked into the world and said, I want that one. I want that one. That's mine. You are highly favored. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. I'd like you to follow the that. That, okay? He appointed you. He chose you and appointed you, right? He chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit. In other words, you can reproduce yourself in others. You can actually bring people into the kingdom of God. You have that ability. He chose you. He appointed you. That's why you gave your life to him. You are highly favored. He looked into the world and he saw you. Among all these people of the earth, he called and said, I want that person for myself. That's why you came. And then he appointed you that you may, I mean, uh, what's, what's the word? Bear fruit, but reproduce yourself. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. That you may reproduce yourself. In some other person. He wants you to reproduce yourself. He wants you to bear fruit. And that your fruit should remain. Not just bring them in, but they will remain. They may not all remain, but some of them will remain. That your fruit may remain. And that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give to you. That's why he chose you. Amen. He chose you so that you can have whatever you want from the Father. You were appointed by Him so that when you ask the Father, He'll give what you're asking for. We don't believe that. We don't really accept that. We think, well, I can't ask for that. It's too big. But Jesus didn't qualify it. He said, whatever, He chose you that whatever, if you can ask it from the Father, He will give it to you. That's why He chose you. You didn't choose Him. He chose you. So that you can ask the Father for comfort on earth to bring forth fruit, spiritual abilities to reproduce yourself and then to ask for your own comfort. Not just to reproduce yourself, but for your comfort. That whatever you ask from the Father, He'll give to you. You are highly favored. We just will not believe the word. You know, the Bible says, God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or think. That word think means imagine. Imagine great things. God will do over it. You go this way and God says, is that how far you can go? I can do better than that. 
now go and his legs are really long. <laughs> Amen. But can you ask, do you recognize who you are in the world at this very time? God put you on this earth at this very time for a purpose. You are not an accident. You are not a nobody. Not if you know Christ. He chose you. You're special. We don't treat ourselves as being special. We don't expect much. But God wants us to expect much. He said, enlarge the borders of your tents. Because you are going to increase. But most Christians don't do that. They are satisfied with that, that little thing for me and your family, me and me and me and I. God wants you to go beyond that. Because favor is in your life. He wants to bless you. He wants to fill your life with his goodness. Favor and goodness go together. That means God has separated you from the rest of the world to show himself in you. He said you are a light on the hill. The city on the hill cannot be hid. You are that city on the hill. God is going to show the world that you are way up there and they can look at your light way up there and that's his desire for you. For you. He wants you to be that person. God will not tell you you are the light of the world if you are nobody. Not this little light of mine. That's stupid. You are the light of the world according to the word of God. And you are a city on the hill. You are somebody favored of God. God favored you. There is great favor in your life. You know, Joseph was favored more than the brothers. And he has something to show for it. The coat of many colors. That was what set him apart from his brothers. God has chosen you for himself and has also given you the coats of many colors. He's called the garment of righteousness, the robe of righteousness. That's what God gave it to you. Put on your garments. Awake, awake. Put on the garments. Amen. God has given you the garment of righteousness. The robe of righteousness. Isaiah 61 verse 10. God says for you to rejoice in your salvation because he has a colorful robe. He's more colorful than Joseph's robe. He's called the robe of righteousness. And a lot of it, a lot of good things go with that robe of righteousness. So that your life might be colorful in the sight of God. That's what God has done for us. I'd like you to see this scripture with me when God favors you. Just as, uh, you see, with God, with a, with a man, you can only have one favorite, right? With God, everyone that's called is Joseph. Amen? You are Joseph in the sight of God. With Jacob, he could only favor one. But with God, everyone is Joseph. You are Joseph in the mind of God. I don't care what people say to you. You are special in His sight. You have been given the coat of many colors because God has favored you and He wants to bless you. It's called the robe of righteousness. God's favor upon your life. David understood this in Psalm 30 verse 7. It says, Lord, by your favor, 
you have made my mountain stand strong. Amen. How did this mountain stand strong? By God's favor. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. They can't pull you down. Nobody can undo you when God is made you. Your life doesn't depend on your employer. Your promotion doesn't depend on anybody. He comes from the Father who is going to make your mountain stand strong because you have found favor in his sight. This is what David said, you hid your face and I was troubled. When you receive favor, your mountain is standing strong. But David said, you turned your face a little bit and man, I had trouble. I was really in trouble. He needs his face to be constantly on him for favor. You make my mountain strong. That's what it says. You hid your face and I was troubled. When God turns away a little bit, if you have understanding, you can't rest. You've got to go back to God. I want to be in that favor. I want to be there. David understood that. And you make your mountain stand strong. Nobody can bring you down. No matter what they say. They can't stop you. They won't even understand what God is doing in your life. Because his favor is upon your life. Amen. He wants to bless you. Let me say this, and I'm going to speak God's blessings over you this morning, because I believe that when we speak the word of God over God's people, God knows, and the people receive, he's going to bless them. I've discovered this is a principle, and I'm going to do it. You see, God, when you are a child of God, God desires for you to receive blessings. What did I say? Receive blessings. Sometimes people don't want to receive. Uh, they get very self-righteous I'm just happy with this little thing and my God oh shut up you can't pay your bills you're not happy I'm not talking to you so don't get mad we all want something good don't lie to me we all want something good We we all want to have a good life we want our children to be doing well That's God's will. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. If it's good and you can call it good, it's from God. If it's evil, it's not from Him. If it makes you feel good and it makes your family feel good and there is happiness in the home, God is in your home. If it's causing so much trouble, that's the enemy. So we pray for the good. And God has promised us good because He has promised us favor from his presence. He's going to bless us. He's going to bless us. In Numbers 6, verse 22 through 25, the Lord speaking, he says, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to Aaron. He says, Moses, I want you to speak to the priest. Speak to the pastor. Amen? Speak to the pastor. And his sons saying, this is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. How, does, how is the priest or the pastor to bless them? Say words. Say to them. If the pastor doesn't bless them, they won't be blessed. Uh-huh. If the priest doesn't speak the words of blessing upon the people of God, they'll find it hard to receive God's blessing. He says, say to them. 
Moses, I want you to speak to Aaron. This is important. This is the way I want you, the priest, not Moses, priest, pastors, you bless them. That's their responsibility. Just once, no, every time, bless the children of God. Whether they've been disobedient, don't matter. When you stand up as a priest, I want you to speak these words of blessings over them. And if you don't bless them, they will not be blessed, and I'm going to hold you responsible for it. So the power of blessings is in the priest's mouth. If he doesn't speak the words of blessings, then the people are not blessed. Or else why would God say, this is the way to bless? I want to bless the people. And you speak the word. He put the responsibility on the priest. And as the priest gives the word, the blessings come upon the people of God. Are you with me? He says, this is the way I want you to do it. He said to Moses, speak to Aaron and his son, saying, this is the way, that's the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. That peace there means prosperity. He says, this is the way I want you to do it. Tell them. Speak to them. And this morning, I will speak the word of God according to the commandments of the Lord this morning. That the Lord will bless and keep you. David said, you turn your face just a little. And I will struggle. May God's face shine upon your life forever in the name of Jesus. May God be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you continually. And may he give you prosperity. In Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. That's your inheritance. And I speak it today by faith in Jesus' name. And I really believe with all of my heart that as I speak this word over you, God's going to bless you. Many times we are depending on leaning on our own understanding. We are depending and leaning on our own abilities. But God wants to go beyond what you know and what you have. That's the way it works. So that when people see what he's done in your life, they will all know the Lord has done it. And when you tell them, it's the Lord that's blessing me, they'll tell you we know. Because you don't look, like I always say, you don't look that smart either. Yeah. Says, and we know it's the Lord. Just show us how we can get under that favor that you have on your life. Amen. That's the way God wants it. He wants his people blessed. You know, when it comes to favor, Expect a lift. Amen? Expect a lift. When you are favored by a great man on the earth, your life's going to change. Let me put it this way. Many of us know Bill Gates, right? If Bill Gates walks into this place, that's just a great man, you know, it's a man. If he walks into this place and before he leaves, he puts his hand around you and says, you know, I really like you. You know, for some reason, I don't know. I, I just like you. Uh, I'm going to give you this amount of money. Come and see me in my home. Guess what you do when you go home? I'm going to be guest home. Right? Won't you be doing that? You'll be telling all your friends and family members. And they will be come to you and say, really? He asked you? He says he likes me. 
Yeah. Did you do anything to earn it? Absolutely not. But you are expecting something, right? A lift. You don't know what it is yet. And then you go to him and he really likes you. He wants you to be around him all the time. Guess what? He's not going to be walking with a guy who is way down there. Right? He's going to bring you right up. Right? Expect a lift. When you find favor with God, what should you expect? You should expect a lift. Your life is not going to be the same. We don't expect that. We go with unbelief. Little me over here. But God is wanting us to believe. He says all things are possible to them that believe. You know, sometimes God wanted to help Abraham. He said, Abraham, look, I want you to look up into the sky. And I want you to count the stars. He goes, one, two, three, four, five, uh, ten, twelve. I can't do it. It is too many. God says, you see, your sons, see their faces? He was planting a dream. In his heart. Amen? Today, God plants his dreams in our heart through his word. He gave dream to Joseph, remember? He wanted Joseph to think of himself as some big shot. And the dream was always there, even in difficult times. God was with him. And I'm sure God was telling him in his heart, I don't know that for sure, but I believe that that's the way God works. God was showing him in his heart, it's not over, son. It's not over, son. Things are difficult, but you are in the path to where I have called you, to the fulfillment of your dream. You have to dream big, bigger than what you can handle. If you can handle it, you don't need God. If you can't handle it and it's bigger than yourself, call on God. So everyone will know he's the glory. And he will get the glory. And that's all God wants. He wants to get the glory. He puts you on the hill. A city on the hill. Amen. So expect a lift. But when you are in favor, make sure you stay in favor. It's, you don't have to do anything to earn a man's favor. Much. They meet you, they like you, after a while, they just like you. But you can act in a way and you're out. Right? He doesn't want you to see you anymore. This is kind of getting serious, right? <laughs> you must do everything to stay in favor. That doesn't mean you won't make mistakes. But do everything that you know to do. To stay in favor with God. You have to do it. You don't earn the favor. But after you're in, there are things to do. You must do all of it to stay in favor. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added. Are you seeking the kingdom first? You have been favored by God. He's pulled you to himself. Is the kingdom first in your life? 
Does it matter to you what's happening? We're talking about planting a church in, in Calvert. How important is that to you? Is your problems more, more important to you than the work God is doing? What about what we're doing here? These are some of the things that can really change your life. Solomon already had favor with God, right? Because of his father. But he did something unusual. And he got what? Unusual favor. He was already in favor. But then he did something and God said, wow, wow, this is wonderful. Abraham was already in favor, right? But then he offered his son Isaac. And God kind of yelled. He says, but I, can't, I, I can't contain myself. I, I, I got to swear. But I can't find anyone greater than I swear by my own self. In blessing, I will bless you. Because he was excited because he had done something. He was already in favor. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to go a little farther. Deep calls out too deep. He had to get excited about things of God. And the favor will increase in your life. We need to do that. In, in Job chapter 36 Verse 11, he says, if you obey and serve him, if they obey and serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. So God is not against prosperity and he's not against you having pleasure. He wants you to enjoy life, but you must serve him. You must do what he asks us to do. Now, I'm going to share some blessings with you. And this is so important. The blessings of favor. Because you are favored by God, how he wants to bless you. You know, like I say, I read scriptures, and you have to, as a Christian, and I'm going to give you good advice for you. Don't listen to people. Sometimes people are just religious. They're telling you, well, we don't need that. All I want is God's face. Yes. Fail from paying your bills three months, and you will know what that means. But the Bible is very clear. God said, when you have built houses, it's in the scriptures. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Have you ever thought about building houses? You're still thinking about one or to rent. I mean, I'm not being kidding. I'm not kidding. This is, this is the word of the Lord. God didn't say, if you build houses, he said, when? He said, well, I'm not educated. He didn't say, if you are educated and build houses. Is that what he said? Well, I don't have a good job. He didn't say, if you have a good job and build houses. If you are favored of God, you have the ability, by God's favor, to build houses. He could tell your boss to build it for you, whatever. But he, he says, when you have built houses and your businesses have multiplied, your hurts have multiplied, don't turn away from me. Remember that I gave all of that to you. So God is the one giving you the ability to build houses. Don't be religious on God. 
and tell him how humble you are because you got a Pinto and the other brother is riding a Lexus. And in your mind, he's ungodly because I got Pinto and I'm going to heaven. He's already having his ride here. But that's not the word. He says, when you build houses, is that God's word? Yes, it's coming from the heart of God. You need to believe the word. He said the word that was spoken to them did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. You got to mix God's word with faith. Don't choose what you want to believe and let the others go. Accept everything there. Accept the whole counsel of God. Amen? The Bible says in Deuteronomy 28, verse uh, 1 through 3, it says, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you this today, this day, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And that's you. He's recorded for us. God wants you to be known. A city on a hill. God's going to do that. We started our church some time ago. I got in my mind. Not depending on anybody, but his promise. The church is going to be known. Because of him. I believe his word. We are a city. Our fellowship is a city set on a hill. If somebody's mad about that, that's your business. You are not God and I'm happy about it. He's going to take care of us. And we're not, we're not, we're not boastful. We're boastful on, in his name and in his goodness and his faithfulness. He is able to put us there. Will we have ups and downs? Oh, yes. We've had them from day one. Sometimes in and sometimes out. It doesn't matter. But we're going to get there. As long as Jesus is seated on the throne of the Father, we're going to get there. He's risen from the dead. And all things are possible to them that believe. God can do it. Just one day after another. As God does it. God wants to bless some of you to become millionaires. I don't know where that came from, but I feel that. Yes, he wants you to be millionaires. Not for your family, uh, but for the kingdom of God. Yes, your family can enjoy the change. But yes, for the kingdom of God. So that you can put out. Some of us need to believe that. And accept that. You say, how is God going to do it? I don't know. Why don't you ask him? He's going to show you. And lead you to your destiny. He wants you to be above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings, he said, shall come upon you. And overtake you. I, I want it. Do you want it? Say amen. Do you want it? I want the blessings to overtake, not some, all of them. Your job is blessed. Amen. Your children are blessed. Your home is blessed. Peace in your home. Your marriage is blessed. Your husband is blessed. Your wife is blessed. Everything around you is blessed. God says everything you set your hands to do, he will bless. That is promise because you are favored by God. Why can't we believe the master? Why can't we believe him? Jesus will often say when there is real trouble, he says, don't be afraid. 
only, only believe. And then you can walk with confidence. Even as you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Because all you have is a, is a shadow. You are walking with confidence because he is with you. And on the other side is a table spread out for you. By the master. In the presence of your enemies. They can only look. They can partake. And they can't touch you either. Amen. Say with me, amen. He wants to bless you. If you will only obey the voice of the Lord your God. He said, blessed shall you be in the city. And blessed shall you be in the country. You know what that means? It don't matter whether your color is black or you're white. It don't matter. <laughs> I know it's hard. It don't matter what country you are born in. It don't even matter if you have an accent. <laughs> you are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the country. You are blessed in the United States. And if you live in the Ukraine and you find favor, you are blessed. It don't matter where you are. It don't matter where you live. He's blessed you. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the country. It, it doesn't matter if you went to school or not. He'll bless you. Uh, if you're a country boy, he bless you too. <laughs> Amen. But God wants to bless his children if we will listen to his voice. The purpose why God wants to bless you. Did you know that God wants people to be afraid of you? Mm. Amen. He wants those that work with you to see that. He, uh, don't talk, to, talk about him like that. <laughs> It may not be very good for you. I tried it and it doesn't work that way. Amen? Yeah. My wife, you know, she'll share with you. I use my wife a lot for examples. But, but in, in, in Psalm 5 verse 12, it says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous and surround him with favor as a shield. Favor. Everywhere you go, favor. Don't matter. They just like you. They don't know why. They just like you. And they want to bless you. Amen. Say with me. I have God's favor on my life. My wife used to keep that stuff in her pocket. When she started working with this fellow, some people had trouble. You know, she's a nurse practitioner. They won't go to her because you know, we want doctor. After a while, they all wanted to go there. They said, doctor, no, we don't want to see, we want to see Angela. And doctor says, What's, what are you doing? <laughs> I got this favor thing in my pocket. Okay? <laughs> I'm surrounded with favor. Say it with me. I'm surrounded with favor as a shield. You know what that means? Nothing can touch you. That's why I like, can't touch this. You know, nothing can touch you. I don't like to dance. Can't touch this. You know, yeah? Yes. You just can't touch the one who has found favor in his sight. And if you happen to touch them, you just help him for their promotion. That's what you're doing. They touched Joseph. What did they do? What came out of that? He was the master and they bowed. Amen. If they touch you before long, they're coming to bow and to pay some homage. Yes. You are really the master. God will bless you. 
no matter where you are. Deuteronomy 28 verse 10, then all the people of the earth, how many people of the earth? All of them shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. Amen. That's God's desire. God wants them to look at you and says, boy, what's going on here? There is something about this person's life that is unusual. Because God is in your life. We need to believe it. Yes, you are ordinary. You are just a man, but you are not ordinary. You have the Father's DNA. And the spirit world can see what's going on in your life. You need to connect with your mind. Use your mind to connect with what God has already placed inside of you. Because the Bible says God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. We have everything that you need, that we need. The Bible tells us that. And we just need to believe. I'm not trying to, you know, like our cheerleader. No. This is the truth of the Word of God. And the Bible says if we will believe, God will do this for us. He wants to bless us. The Bible says, my wife said it earlier, we will be head and not tail. Above, never beneath. Accept that. You know, I believe that God can give you wisdom if you ask for it. James tells us that. I do that. I ask the Lord, please give me wisdom and understanding from the scriptures. I know you've given men wisdom and understanding from scriptures. I need you to give it to me. Let me understand, be able to put things together. And guess what? He's doing it. He's doing it. I can sit back in my office and he just let me know things. Just for me, no. You don't have because what? You didn't ask. You thought it was too much to ask for that. Why don't you ask and see what God will do? Jesus said, up till now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask that you may receive that your joy may be full. You are favored of God. You are not going to be favored. You are already favored. Why don't you carry yourself that way? Walk like you are the big shot that you are. Because Jesus is with you everywhere you go. Amen? Finances is just a part of it. As you do God's word, just like he says in Job, you will spend your years in prosperity. It just happens because God will not lie. God says, I watch over my word to perform it. If you believe it, he's going to do it. The greatest hindrance we have is our mind. Amen? Get beyond that. We walk by faith. Not by your feelings. Put your mind out of the way. And believe in God. Stand with me this morning. I pray God. To God that you don't think. You just heard a sermon. Amen. We're not, we're not coming here to sermonize. We're here. To let you know. The will of the Father. For your life. And I'm pleading with you. Believe it. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life right now. Today is the day of favor. Things are going to change. If you believe that with me this morning, let me hear an amen. Yes, because I believe God's going to change things for you. God is changing things in our lives. 
in my family. We're not doing anything unusual. We don't stress. You take care of what you have to take care of to leave the rest to the master. He knows what to do. He knows what's best for me. He knows what time I really need that thing. I let him have his way. Would you do that this morning? If you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, it's so easy. All you need to do is say, Jesus, and mean it from your heart. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. I need you. Change my desires. I do that. You know, God, you change my desires. Because we're human. And, you know, we, our minds go crazy. All kinds of things. But he alone, who is our righteousness, he can change our desires. So you got desires that are not godly? Tell him, God, I'm willing. Change my desires. Help me to desire good things for my life. Help me to discern what is not right for me. And God, who is faithful, who is here with us this morning, he's going to do that this morning. Amen? Close your eyes and lift up your, your hands to the Lord. Sometimes we need somebody to agree with us. I'm going to call the prayer partners. Please come. And if you need somebody to agree with you, then let them agree with you this morning. But for the rest of us, I need you to say, if you don't know Jesus, say it with me and everybody join. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Thank you, Father, for writing my name in your book of life. I know now that if I die today, I will wake up in your very presence. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are blessed. If you need somebody to agree with you, please come up. Our prayer partners are up here. Whatever you need agreement. Jesus said, if two shall agree concerning anything, that they shall ask of the Father, it shall be done for them. So please come and agree with, let them agree with you. God bless you. You are blessed to be a blessing to the world. Amen.